Hello, believers. It's Dr. Shantae. I feel like I need to drop a verse. Like, although we've gone to the end of the road. Yes, we have made it through another season. I am so blessed that you all have been with me this whole season. And I had to do this intro because I have to give you a couple of disclaimers. Sometimes technology is just not on your side. And so from an audio perspective, there were some gremlins with this last interview that I did and it has echoes in some parts and I was not able to grab a hold of my engineer in time to publish this episode and so your mind is not playing tricks on you there is some tricky echo happening and I work with it the best that I could but you know that technology is not my lane so I'm gonna ask you for a measure of grace for this final episode because it really is a good one I really want you to meet Amber and listen to Calvin, um, some of the people that have been with me this entire year for the 12. And don't forget, if you have not applied for the 12, now is the time. So I'm really going to be wrapping up the campaign for that on social media. And the applications are already coming in. I'm excited to take a look at them. Make sure you go to drshante.com, hit the menu item, work with me, and it will take you directly to the 12, the mentoring and all of the information and the details that go along with that. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me this season. And so without further ado, here is my interview with Amber Silman. And you'll also be able to hear from Calvin Purnell about their experience with not just the 12, but being accountable and how that makes such a difference in this entrepreneurial journey and in these creative pursuits. So I love you. Take a listen. Hello, believers. And so, as promised, as we wrap up this season, I said that I would be sharing some of the people that I have been spending the past year with in the 12. And I'm excited to have um, a couple of people to talk to you today. One of them is on the phone live with me now. And the other you'll be hearing a little bit in the show. He uh, sent his testimonial from Philly because he's so committed to making sure that other listeners join the 12 and understand the kind of experience that he's had. So without further ado, I want to introduce my special guest for today, Amber Silman. Hello, Amber. Hi, Dr. Shante. Yes. (laughs) I love it. This is such a big deal. (laughs) It is a big deal. I love this podcast. (laughs) And that's why it's a big deal. So listeners, the reason why I wanted you guys to hear from Amber particularly is because she's just like you, right? She was a podcast listener. She heard about the 12 and then next thing you know, she's in my life. So Amber, can you just kind of like walk us through your evolution from kind of podcast listener to making the decision to apply for the 12? Yeah, Um, I definitely I think I want to say one of my friends from college. So it wasn't even like a very close friend, but she just mentioned your podcast and just like a status, just pretty much saying like how amazing it was. Um, And it was kind of around the time where I was listening to a lot of podcasts. I was like, oh, let me check this out and totally fell in love with the podcast. It just had very um, like real life advice with real life examples and how to go about doing things. Um, I think a couple of times I sent you an email and you were like so responsive. I'm like, oh my God, this lady is amazing. So I remember I was kind of going through a period. (laughs) 
I was going through a period of when I where I was kind of like I wasn't really listening to the podcast I was kind of like in the dumps and then one day I just randomly it was the first episode that was in the queue and you were talking about the 12 and I was just like now what is the odds after me not listening to it for a minute would the first episode be about the 12 and I was kind of in the place where I wanted to um write a book and I was like I didn't feel like I had a support system and I was like let me check this out and I just kind of felt like it was all meant to be and then I thought we had the interview um and it just further confirmed it and it was seriously the best step that I could have ever made yes so let's talk about that because you mentioned something really key not having a support system. So you're an author and kind of tell our listeners kind of like how you've been working with the book and what it's like not to have support versus what it is to have support. It's it's very isolating. I, I'm actually an accountant by trade. So it's not like I went to school for writing. I just always had a love for it. And I had a story that I wanted to tell. So a lot of this has just been, you know, Googling, um, trying to find any type of writer workshop, just really kind of grasping at uh, bare straws, just anything. Mm-hmm. And then having the 12, it's really someone that kind of keeping me accountable, keeping me on track. I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead, but like my first partner, he was actually writing a book and just listening to his discipline and how he scheduled out his writing and looking at my chapters and just, you know, just how to go about really tackling and completing a book. It really just helped me just off the first accountability partner. And then from there and from the different assignments that we had, I became a little bit more encouraged in myself to reach out and really try to build these partnerships. So like now I finally have one girl, like I feel like I have one writer friend where I know Mm -hmm. for sure that I can go to her and give her any type of any type of my writing and she'll give me her honest feedback. She won't just say, oh, this is good. She'll be like, no, this is good, but this is cliche. So just, you know, it gives you that support and that confidence to be like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it happen. And if I start walking in my steps, I know that God will provide the people that I need in my life. And it's just been working. You know, that's, uh, well, you said a mouthful. One, the faith walk is really key. That's really important. The other part is that when you have an accountability partner, because you know how it is at the beginning of the year, right? People are like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to leave all my baggage at the doorstep, girl. I'm walking into purpose. I'm walking into prosperity. I'm walking into, you know, <laughs> paper and all this other type of stuff. And then it don't even be a good February. <laughs> and it'd be over. You know, <laughs> yes. Like, it's just straight over. And one of the things that you talk about was kind of being encouraged by somebody else's discipline because that's one of the things that we often tend not to overlook. Usually when you are a creative person, you are multi-passionate. Mm-hmm. So you want to do this and you want to do some of that. So can you talk a little bit about how your focus has changed from 2016 to 2017? Oh my gosh. It was definitely a mindset shift <laughs> for sure. Um, I think I want to say the, the first time it kind of spark for me was during the vision exercise that we had to do it was like our whole mo- our whole focus was vision and it was just like you you know you say you want to accomplish something but you're really not thinking about like why you want to accomplish this and like if you accomplish this how is your life going to look for you accomplishing it and is you know are you doing this because you want to hurry up and make money or you know like what is the reason why you're doing
doing it. So mm-hmm. for me, it was me taking a step out and being like, okay, what is this really about? This isn't about the money. This isn't about an ego. This is really feeling like I have a story that needs to be out in the world. And I, I am the one to tell this story because, you know, it was ultimately given to me. Um, so really like walking into that and owning that and not being afraid to say that I was a writer because for so long I was just, you know, I kind of was writing in secret for three years. I've been working on the book and the only person that really (laughs) knew about it was like my mom and my boyfriend. But other than that, it was like, I was keeping it so close to my chest because I was just so afraid to just be like, well, I'm writing and I'm a writer now, but I realized that in order to become an author, in order to do that, I have to walk in those steps and I have to own that. Like, nobody's going to take me serious until I say, like, this is what I do. This is this is what I am. So for me, it was a matter of saying, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. And just walking in that and making a plan and really seeing it through. And like you say, you have so many things that you want to do. You say, oh, I want to do a podcast and I want to do a movie. But it's like, you can't do all that in one year. Like, you have to kind Mm -mm. of just focus. Mm -mm. Like, what's the one thing that if I put all of my energy into it that I can see come to fruition? And for me, it was definitely the book in my writing. It just totally shifted my mindset. I feel confident in my writing. I feel comfortable with how I say certain things. At one point, I felt like, oh, if I say this this certain type of way, would people understand? But we have to remember that God gave us a vision. He gave us, you know, the way that we think is not a mistake. It's from him. And the way that he gives mm-hmm. us things is because how he wants the world to see it. And sometimes it can only be said through you. So it's like you can't shy away from it. You just kind of have to walk through it. And like I said, the 12 gave me that confidence. It gave me those real life steps to take to really become to really say I'm an author at the end of 2017 y'all I got the big mama eye dab let me grab my church (laughs) tissue (laughs) because I'm telling y'all like you all hear the confidence in Amber's voice right but at the end of 2016 she was like fingers crossed yeah like I think I'm gonna do it I think I can you know and now she's like no I know this is who I am I'm gonna own it I'm gonna walk in it And another thing that you said that is really key, um, believers, is that focus is so major. You know, I do an exercise sometimes when I do workshops and I say, okay, take an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper and tear it up into a bunch of pieces. And people do that. And then I say, throw it as far as you can throw it. And when you throw it, it just kind of like floats around you, you know, like it doesn't go very far. Mm -hmm. But then I say, take another eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper ball it up as tight as you can and now throw it and then you see balls of paper just flying yards Mm -hmm. and feet and things like that because that's the difference is that sometimes we try to focus on so many things and it's just like confetti falling all around us and we haven't gone very far but when you really dial down and focus that energy into one thing it's amazing what you can accomplish absolutely i want to move on a little bit so you are a millennial and I always make um, fun of Amber. I'm like, look at these young folks. Because, you know, you talk about a quarter life crisis and things like that. But you did. So I say, it's like, please. I'm like, please, you ain't got some real problems or whatever. But you know what, though? What I love about the 12 is that there is like a real diversity of age ranges. And so, you know, Amber, I'm assuming you're in your 20s. I don't want you to put your age out there if you don't want to. Oh, no, I'm 28. I'm proud of it. <laughs> Very okay, proud. she's so she, Amber is 28 and proud. 
you know, she's on that millennial cusp, but then we have people in the 12 that are in their 50s, you know? So it's just really one of those things where when you put together a diverse group of people and everybody's not, you know, part of the quote unquote same crew or same clique. So Amber's in Michigan, I'm in Chicago. One of our listeners, I mean, one of our 12ers is in Philadelphia. We got somebody else in Cleveland and none of that mattered. It's just like when you come together for common purpose, it's just an amazing energy that kind of keeps you moving in a way that nothing else does. So I want to, I'm going to put you on blast a little bit. So there was a point, and this is a good thing for me that I learned through the 12. So for the first several months, I made them have accountability partners. But at some point I said, okay, you should see the value in this by now. And I hope that you will continue, but I'm not going to mandate it. So tell me what happened, Amber. When I didn't mandate Ooh. it. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, when it's no longer required, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it can go through a drought. Like, it's, it's the real. Like, it, when you don't have anybody holding you accountable, it's kind of like you really are going it along. And so I would wait until those kind of like our, our call in and, you know, Dr. Shante would get on us. We'll have our thing. And you'll just kind of sit at yourself like, dang, like I need to get back on it. So it was like, even though I didn't have my direct accountability partner, those calls was kind of like a second kick to be like, girl, like you need to get on it. You got to get back on track. Um, but I definitely like mentioned to Dr. Shante, like, I definitely should have stayed with an accountability partner the entire time but I still um I still had so many people in the group that if I was going through anything or say if I just put something in our chat just like hey guys you know this is going on like there was so much support so many people so many um so many members that just saying like you know I've been in those I've been where you are and you can come out of it like life happens everything's gonna be okay um it just felt very comfortable to like have a place to go to when you know when somebody when people are also trying to accomplish something they're not of the same background as you like they don't know you from Adam and Mm -hmm. it's like just to hear them say like no you're gonna be fine everything's gonna be okay it's not that big of a deal just pick it up and keep going like that does so much just that can just take you to the next level but I really wish I would have kept an accountability partner Uh the whole time uh No, you said something really key here. One of the reasons why I, I created the 12 is I don't care what your dreams are. Life never stops happening. So it doesn't. Money be looking funny. Uh, parents get uh, sick. Children, you know, are acting up. And I mean, and all of those things. I mean, I'm not going to put the 12 business out there, but, you know, people share some very personal life, yeah. stressful issues, yeah. you know, in the 12. And the thing is, is that when you're going through those things, especially as a creative person, number one, your creative goals kind of tend to take a back seat because you get so doggone discouraged. You're like, forget mm-hmm. it, you know. But at the same time, when you know that there's other people that are also pursuing their creative pursuits that are also going through life struggles and, you know, having somebody there that will pray for you, that will pray with you, that will encourage you to be like, you know, hey, I got you. If you want to get on a call this week, let's do it. It makes all the difference in the world because I hate to say this, but have you noticed this trend? Like black people tend to like suffer in silence and you don't have to (laughs) silly. It's so silly. We're all going through the same thing. It's so silly because we have this condition. We were taught that growing up. Yes. Like, you know, 
don't be telling your business. Don't be telling folks, you know, like we just have just such this palpable fear of shame and, and judgment and things like that. But you also have to ask the question, like, what kind of people am I surrounding myself with? Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so that's kind of like with the difference that the 12 makes. Not only are people supportive, but when you are kind of like anchored by the word, it makes a difference, which is kind of how I wanted to, to approach this next part of your experience. So I'm sure you've been a part of groups and, you know, whether they Facebook groups or mastermind groups or other groups, but at the same time, you know, they're not always faith-based. So can you talk about the faith-based piece and and how that made a difference? Yeah. So that was, um, that was actually kind of the best part for me, honestly, um, because I kind of, you know, I grew up in the church, but you know how that goes. Like sometimes mm-hmm. like, what am I, am I here? Cause my mama want me to be here. It's cause I really love Jesus. So it's like, it gets kind of weird. But for me, like every like we always have like a guiding thought. We always had like a kind of a scripture that we, everything was based off of. And for me, it just kind of took it back to the basics. Like, I, I know like a lot of, a lot of uh, churches, like we preach about this, uh, you know, prosperity. I mean, from this like lack mind state of, oh, we got to hope that we can get this or we got to pray that we can get this. But the truth is like, we already mm-hmm. got it. Like God has already promised us this. This is literally ours. It's just for us to take it. It's for us to wake up and realize that we have the power to do whatever we want to do. Like it's all in the scriptures. It's already written. It's just a matter of us just walking out the steps. And I feel like every month, like it was like a step a foundation it was like laying the foundation for everything every single month um up until like now we're going to our final month and it's just really teaching us like you can be you can be rich and you can be you know quote-unquote successful and still love god like that doesn't it doesn't take it away it doesn't minimize it like it actually makes it better if you put him at the center of everything because he's ultimately the one that's you know helping us do it he's the one who set the plan he knows where you're going so it's like why not trust him with it and that's what the the faith-based did for me like it gave me like concrete evidence like this is what this is what the scripture says this is what i'm trying to do this is how i know i am validated in the scriptures no it does make sense sense. (laughs) you know the thing is is that the bible has a word for every situation in our lives like literally and you know when you're anchored in that sometimes you know that's what you need i I remember back when i early early started my podcast which is why i'm always so grateful for my listeners because i'm like y'all been with me on the struggle bus Now we kind of grooving, but, you know, in the beginning, you know, like they say, every master was once a disaster. And I remember I used to think that I had to pull in like big name celebs or things like that to get people to listen to my show. But the fact of the matter is when I just said, you know what, I'm going to just give them the word. I'm going to just give them what thus says the Lord, you know, to try to encourage them along this journey. Boom. My numbers just like exploded. And I felt like that was God telling me like, you don't need no other name other than my name. Like, you know, they say, but, but me, they me. say, at the name of there's no other name given to men under heaven, you know, by which men can be saved. You know, just give them the word. Just give them Jesus. And the thing mm-hmm. is, is that once I started doing that, you know, people was like, oh, my gosh, this is giving me life because life is hard, man. It really it is. is hard, you know, and this entrepreneurial journey, one of the questions that I asked the 12 at the beginning of, of the year, I said, how far do you want to go and how fast? I said, that will determine, you know, mm-hmm. th- that's, that's the decision, you know, to be made. It's like, how far do you want to go? How fast? Because if you try to go it alone, like so many of us do, like so many of us have, 
you are going to struggle and you want to like, dang, why can't this manifest for me? Because you haven't tapped into all of, that's it. You haven't tapped into all of the gifts that that God has given you. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus could have done it on his own, but he didn't. You know, exactly. I'm like, he had a team, you know, so that faith-based piece is is so critical. And I'm loving Amber's testimony because she's just saying that the scriptures, she was able to see these things manifest in her life through the 12. And now we're at the end. I know, I know but Amber already <laughs> sent me the email. She was like, hey, so let's keep going. <laughs> because you know it's like once you get into it you just like i think what for me i was scared to lose that accountability Mm -hmm. part like because it's just you when you get used to it it's like i just don't want to lose it i'm like wait not yet like i just i need six more months to get get it in the groove and so amber (laughs) is definitely one of the people that are going to be continuing with me but um believers and I, I, i didn't want you guys to think that this was like one big commercial but i just want you guys to hear from Somebody that that sits in the car or in the gym or at the job, you know, listen to the podcast every week, just like you guys do, and decided that they were going to take a, a step out on, on faith. And I'm just really proud of where Amber is and looking forward to where she's going in 2018, which actually brings me to um, a point. So, you know, we say we want to do all these things in 2017. Amber, is there any such thing as overnight success? Ugh. <laughs> no <laughs> I, you know I literally told I think I told Jay this I said technology has made everything easier except mm-hmm. for writing a book <laughs> mm-hmm. you know social media have y'all out there thinking that you know everything is just bam 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 and I'm like no it's not, it's not you it's know not. And you're going to need people like, you know, you can't say no new friends. You need a lot of new friends. You need all, all the new the friends. New friends. <laughs> you cannot do this alone. Saying, right? You know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You know, it's it's the people that you surround yourself with is really going to determine how far you go, how fast you're going to go there. And sometimes you have to be willing to step away from the usual. OK, and I and I'm not knocking anybody who does this. But in Chicago, there's like this big thing. Like if you have an event, especially in the springtime, it's always cupcakes and cocktails or cupcakes, cocktails and conversation, <laughs> you know, and that's cool. You know, sometimes you just need to get with a with a group of people and just kind of motivate and spur one another. But that those drive bys, those one time deals, those are not going to sustain you in the long run, you know, so. When you are are back at home by yourself on the grind trying to figure things out and just having a community of people to kind of support you in that effort, it it truly does create a difference not only in what you're able to produce, but also in your mindset so that you don't feel so discouraged. Because a lot of times that's what happens. It says, you know, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. But if you're working by yourself more times than not, that's exactly what you're going to do. Absolutely. And you can't be afraid to just reach out and just ask for help. That's another thing that the 12 taught me. Like, if you want these relationships, like, don't be afraid to just reach out to people. And remember, it's it's like a it, it's a two way street. Like you have to if you want something from them, like you also have to extend yourself to that person and not be afraid to really work and go after these relationships. 
Like I'm staying in contact with everybody from the Twitter. And that's one of the things that I pushed. I said, you know what? I said, this is this isn't just oh I'm here for me. Like no, you're here for you, and you're here for them, and they're here for you. Like that's how this works. And you know, whenever there was like a drop in the ball, so I'm gonna be transparent. Um, one of our members, you know, was just really struggling this year, and was Amber's accountability partner. And Amber was like, we are not able to connect. Like the, the uh, we keep missing one another. And so I stepped up. I was like, okay, I'll be your accountability partner for this month because I wanted to make sure that she just continued that momentum. You know, it's not like, oh, your partner didn't didn't show up for you. Oh, well, better luck next month. It's like, no, <laughs> you know, we're in this together. We have to keep this going because I know how easy it is to get discouraged when things start to slide away. So that is it, Amber. Do you have any last or parting words for who are kind of on the fence? Like, I don't know, Gina. Uh, I think if you keep thinking about it, all you're going to do is think about it. Just do it. That's all I can say. Actions speak louder than words. Take, Take the, the leap. leap. So Amber, thank you so much. And so we, I'm going to transition Amber out. And then you guys are going to hear from Calvin Purnell, the author of Polished Out. Uh, Calvin is actually working on the sequel to that book. And he is killing it. Like, I'm so proud of what he's about to do in 2018. So you're going to hear from Calvin from Philly. He's yeah, amazing. he's he's right there. I'm... <laughs> watch out for this brother um so i'm gonna transition amber out amber thank you so much for talking to us today and being with us today long time listener first time caller right <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm so happy to say and that. when amber's book comes out i cannot wait to share it with you guys i am rooting for her and um we'll be bringing you up to speed about the things we're doing in 2018 so believers Calvin's going to take us on out. If you have any questions, comments, takeaways, you know, you can hit me up at Dr. Shantae says on Twitter, on Instagram. It's been a wonderful season. I love you so much. I will see you in February for season five. God bless you. Because the 12 is faith-based, it helped me build my faith in God fully without questioning God, which is hard to do at times. Working directly with Dr. Shantae in the 12 has taught me how to work with a group of people that I don't know and I want to genuinely help them succeed as well as them wanting to help me succeed. Working with the 12 has taught me how to be more transparent because people need to hear other people's stories so they know they are not alone. It also taught me how to be an effective accountability partner. It also helped me keep my foot on the gas regardless of some of the things that I've endured this year. I had work to do and I needed to get it done. Working with Dr. Shantae in the 12 has given me the opportunity to fulfill the goals that I've set for myself for 2017, and it set me up for success going into 2018, as well as thinking about goals that I'd like to set for myself in 2019.